Now it's time for the Disney View podcast. Please move across your car to make room for everyone. Our podcast will begin momentarily. Join Dave as he makes his grand circle tour around the Walt Disney World Resort. Dave is a dreamer and an engineer who enjoys the magic and wonder of it all, but understands Disney's place in history and respects the legacy that's been left. Come along and hear Dave's thoughts about Walt Disney World and see it through Dave's eyes. Please stand clear of the podcaster. Por favor, manténganse alejado del David. And now, here's your host. Hey everyone, it's Dave. Welcome to another edition of Dave's Disney View Podcast. On today's podcast, I wanted to pay tribute to one of the Disney legends, someone who was named a Disney legend in 2005, a while after he had retired from the Walt Disney Company. His name is Jack Wagner, and I'm sure you're familiar with his work as a voiceover artist and some of the work that he did. In fact, you'll probably recognize this iconic line that you hear on the monorail. Please stand clear of the doors. Of course, that wasn't his only work. He also worked on the uh, monorail spiel, the original one that was on there. He has the uh, announcements before the fireworks, and uh, you will recognize that one certainly as well. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, in just a few minutes, the lights all over Disneyland will be dimmed, so you may fully experience our nightly fireworks spectacular, Fantasy in the Sky. We suggest that you remain in the same area until the lights return to normal. Thank you. And, of course, you can hear him in the Main Street train station as the announcer uh, announcing the arrival of trains. Your attention, please. The Disneyland Limited, now leaving for a grand circle tour of the Magic Kingdom, with stops at New Orleans Square, Mickey's Toontown, and Tomorrowland. All passengers would... So, Jack actually started in uh, radio, and uh, he was working for KNX in uh, Los Angeles, and he was doing a number of different things. In fact, he was kind of infamous or remembered for having been on several different syndicated uh, radio shows at the time, including the Ozzy and Harriet show that was on the radio in the 19, early 1950s. So when Disneyland was looking to open and have some sort of a voice of Disneyland, someone who could present opening audio and talk about the parks, they turned to Jack Wagner and asked him if he'd be willing to do that. And Jack said, that's great. And he went on to do uh, park announcements for Disneyland for about 15 years or so. And then in 1970, became, this, uh, became a cast member, a full-time person. I think they, they refer to it as a consultant, technically. But he was full-time with the company and doing work for Disney. And I think he had time to do other things that he wanted to do in life. But he became the iconic voice of everything related to the Disney parks. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Being the voice of the Magic Kingdom has led to some surprises. At the time, he was about to step out of the Matterhorn bobsleds before he was supposed to. And I thought, hey, this is, I can get out here, there's an old sidewalk. I just, so I put my leg over the side, and just as I did, my voice comes on the speaker about 10 feet from me saying, stay in your vehicle. I was very embarrassed. 
And when Disney World opened a couple of years later, of course, they turned to him again and asked him to do the voiceover work there as well. So Jack was legendary in that sense. Jack also did voices on some of the uh, animated shorts and a few of the other uh, movies that were out there when you needed an additional voice, they'd use him. So Jack was really kind of an interesting guy in that sense where he did a lot of different things for the company. Now, there was one other really intriguing thing that happened. In the early 1970s, Disney realized that there was a lot of things going on and they needed real-time park announcements. Special events would come up, things would happen, they'd have to change their park hours, they had to alert people to things. And it was hard to keep it up to date with all of the work that Jack Wagner was doing of keeping all the audio current so they could play the right audio at the right time. So they actually built a studio in his house. And in that house studio, they could beam the transmission from his house to Disneyland where they could play it in near real time and have an announcement, park announcement that would come out. So they'd make a phone call to Jack and they'd say, hey, Jack, we need you to say blah, blah, blah. He'd record that, send it over to them. They could play it within a few minutes. That's something that in the 1970s is just basically unheard of. Nobody had thought to do that at that point. Today, it seems like, oh, that's not a big deal. Who cares? But back then, that was something really unique that no one had ever done before. And it was really kind of neat. And he was the first person to have this remote studio where he could actually record audio and send it over to the parks. So kind of neat. Jack retired from the company finally in 1991 and unfortunately suffered a heart attack and died in 1995. But he had a long and illustrious career and is most remembered for the work he did for the Disney company as far as all these different uh, voiceover things. And you can still hear his voice in a lot of places. I believe he's even still uh, appearing at the uh, Orlando International Airport, though they may have recently overdone his voice or taken away some of it. But he really had a long and illustrious career talking about things. He has that authoritative voice where he'd talk about something and tell you what was going on. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it was really amazing. It was just one of those really cool things that uh, he really had a unique sort of style to him. Now, by the time he'd retired in the early 1990s, they were already using other voice actors to fill in a lot of the things that um, they needed. So that way they could continue to have uh, park audio. Some people sound kind of similar to Jack, but Jack had a very distinctive style and uh, really had something that was pretty unique and uh, really should be remembered as this great legend because he really is remarkable or was, still is, I guess, to a degree. Now, if you um, look back in history, he had an interesting personality too. He was kind of a fun guy. And he did this kind of fun interview with Mickey and Goofy that I wanted to share with you. Um, I found this on the Sounds of Magic and it's really kind of fun and worth listening to. Hi, Mickey. Fire, Rich. What are you waiting for? We're waiting for the Main Street Electrical Parade. Can you tell us about it? Oh, sure. We'll tell you all about it. That's wonderful, Goofy. Sure. It's a it's a unique parade made entirely out of lights. It features scenes from many of Walt Disney's great movies. Oh, really? Yeah, but but the most unique is the electro-electro-synthomagnetic, Goofy. Yeah, that's what I said. Electro-synthomagnetic musical sound. I'm sure everyone will enjoy this nighttime spectacular. Boy, it sounds great. Hey, don't forget the most exciting part of nighttime at Disneyland, our fantasy of the sky fireworks display. And it takes place right after the first electrical parade at 9.30. Is it true the best viewing spot is right in front of Sleeping Beauty's castle? That's right, Rich. Mickey. Uh-oh, we have to go, folks, for the first parade. Hope to see you there. So long, Rich. Goodbye. 
And then another time he did a blooper reel where he kind of took all these outtakes of different things that he had and had some fun with it to create something that was essentially a fictitious blooper reel, but it's kind of funny. And uh, it's pretty amusing and kind of shows his charm throughout. So thought I'd play that for you too. Here are uh, several thousand guest band announcements beginning, uh, looks like the 20th of December. My dog will leave me alone. We'll be okay here. Hey, hey, watch it. Don't do that, Paul. Stop it. Get out. Stop it. Hey, when you get the dog out of here, i got to do these spots for Dave. Come on. All right. Now, let's see. Will you get him out of here? Right, now, be a good boy. Hey, no. Don't you do that to me. Good boy. Stay, Bo. Come on. Come on. Oh, no. No, hey. God. Oh, get him out of here. I think he got me. Oh, I'm sorry, Dave. It's what happens when you work at home. Okay, here we go. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard the voice. All of us in the Magic Kingdom are glad to have you as our guests today. And whether this is your Disneyland's 30th anniversary celebration, with your host, John Forsythe, Walt Disney Productions proudly presents... A Super Bowl 18 spectacular. As part of Disneyland's nighttime magic, we proudly present our nightly fireworks spectacular. But now, for the first time in Disneyland history, you will meet the man behind the voice, Jack Wagner. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland is proud to present this wrong announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, in just about five minutes, as part of our special Viva Mexico entertainment, Disneyland will present Antonio Bravo, Mariachi Los Gallos, Ruben Rodriguez, and Conjunto Orucho. From ballads and bop to ragtime and rock, America Sings is one of the most magical whirlwind adventures ever. So bring your whole family out and see Disneyland. I don't like the way I said that. One, two, one. <laughs> Wait a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, at 11 o'clock this afternoon, what am I saying? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here is a Walt Disney World special program, Ramondi Bean. If anyone ever doubted the impact of the Disney name on the public, Mickey's 50th birthday would surely convince them of, of it. <laughs> Animation seems to satisfy, as few other things do, man's universal desire to swallow. <laughs> There are winding streets, ornate iron trellis balconies, things falling on the table. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we present our grand finale to honor America on this very special evening that... What? That what? <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, why is that? Disneyland is proud to present... The Excelsior High School Pilot Marching Band from What the Hell is That Name? Disneyland is proud to present the Atascadero High School Band. <coughs> Engineers and draftsmen designing new attractions and adventures for... 
engineers, and draftsmen designing new attractions and adventures for Disneyland's worlds of Hasekha Pasmena. Remember, the speaker also has emotional blind spots that affect his point of view. You can't accept what he says as face value any more than you can reject it. Aw, oh, piss on it. We'll take you to Orange County, close to Disneyland, Knott's Berry Farm, and blind country. So I'll say, sick of fat son of a bitch. The finished clay figure is then molded and fabricated into a plastic material ready for the life-giving mechanisms and animation. Experts in the fields of... Ladies and gentlemen, due to high wind conditions above Disneyland, we are unable to talk properly because we have a martini lunch. Among them, 101 Dalmatians, Snowball Express, Bed Knobs and Broomsticks, and... The lady is a tramp. But that's why the lady is a tramp now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, wherever you are in Walt Disney World, we direct your attention to the sky over Cinderella Castle as we present our nightly fireworks spectacular, Fantasy in the Sky. <laughs> Disney people often point out that they are by far their own worst critics. They are constantly fit-picking. <laughs> Jesus. One day, a handsome prince and his hunting partner. <laughs> I can't do that word. Okay, come on. Can we have a group read for the arcade? That's wild. All right, do it again. Take two. Can we have a group rate for the arcade machine? <laughs> Wait a minute, he did it again. Take three. Can we have a group rate for the arcade <laughs> machines? <laughs> Harold, we've got to go to the pool, garden, and patio living show this week at the L.A. Sports Arena. They've got hundreds of ideas on how to turn our backyard into a vacation paradise. And besides, I'd like to see the quarter-million-dollar display of prize organs. <laughs> I don't know, she just fell over. <laughs> Come on, and besides, back to the every side. Let's take it to the top. Right. Take six. Harold? <laughs> <laughs> it's going. Help! So take advantage of our great 4th of July week 10 cent color print special. Offer not good on last notes. She sends her two evil ravens on a mission to kidnap Minnie, Daisy, and the beautiful Cinderella. And thus bring misery and sadness to the magic kingdom. But each of you will watch and cheer on the three... Oh, my friends and I want to thank you for coming today, and we'll look forward to seeing you next year with a whole new show, Walt Disney's Great Ice Odyssey. <laughs> if you complete the opening inventory, pricing the merchandise, and merchandising your booth before the phone rings, then you've got it made. Please have your hand stamped as you exit. Nos acercamos al Polynesian Village Resort Hotel. Si van a bajarse aquí y desearían volver a montar en una... Si van a bajarse del contemporary y piensan volver a bomar en una... Have a tamale. 
Ladies and gentlemen, on the eve of our nation's birthday, may we ask you all to rise and join with us in singing Irving Berlin's musical question, God bless America. <laughs> Wait a minute. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, on the eve of our nation's birthday, may we ask you all to rise and join with us in singing Irving Berlin's... <laughs> no, three... Ladies and gentlemen, on the eve of our nation's birthday, may we ask you all to rise. <laughs> the parade will begin at It's a Small World, proceed down Matterhorn Road, around Plaza Hub, up Main Street, and out through It's a Small Town Square. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Magic mirror of the ice, come heed my call. I shan't ask twice. Tell me now, speak not but true, the question I shall ask of you. In all the lands from everywhere, who is the fairest of the fair? Oh, baby, that's easy. You got it, baby. You got it made, Queenie. You got a shape, you got nice, you know what I'm saying, all over you, bod. And you all right, man. You are the best. Queenie, you, <laughs> you are the best. How nice to know that I'm the best. That's what I said. Now be gone. Okay. And let me get my rest. Okay, I'm going. Mirror, mirror of the ice. Yeah. Oh, you didn't let want me to me go? Let me hear thy wise advice. All right. While still the fairest I must be... I find Snow White a mystery. Yeah. Tell me true how such as she could win the love of such as he. Well, I did been a change. I was just walking out the door and they hand me a telegram there. And I, I find out that uh, if you want the truth, well, you're all right, but uh, you're number two. Yeah, no, I don't know how to tell you this, Queenie, but there's a gal out there that's more fair than you is, you know. She's more fair. More fair than me? Yeah, yeah. Then say the name. Well. Of one who dares reach such a place. Well, she, uh, she part black, you know what I'm saying. She's got black hair and skin really fair. You don't like her, you know. And you know the name? Snow White. Yeah. The fairest in the land? You got it. Right here in my own home. In the backyard. Out! Out, ye cursed fiend! Hey, I'm telling like it I'll is. I'll make short work of this affair. Oh. Huntsman, come hither uh -oh. and bring your dagger and my jewel box. Trouble. Make haste, ye knave. Trouble. So much for your wishes and your twittering bird. Mm. Now I, and I alone, am fairest in the land. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, you don't laugh. It's not that funny, baby. Mirror, mirror yeah. of the ice. Yes. Come. And tell me something nice. Mm. Speak thy face with frosty stare. Who is the fairest of the fair? Well, my sweet queen, I gotta tell you something here. You know the fairest of them all, whom you don't dig at all. Each day is getting cuter and cuter with that black hair and that skin like snow. And I'm so sorry, but she's got it made, that little gal there with the black hair and <gasps> white skin. Snow White? Mm -hmm. Alive? You got it. That cannot be. That's for sure. I have her heart. No, no, Here, no. Here, look.
look and see. No, baby. No, no. You, you may, maybe you got a heart on there, but uh, it's not the girl. It's not Snow White. She's golden, running free. Oh, my. She's cute. What? <laughs> then where dwells this lovely maid? Oh, uh, she's in the forest there with her little guys. Little dwarfs, you know, they made a home out there. It's real nice. Nice furniture and stuff like that. The seven dwarfs? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I shall make short work of them. <laughs> Be gone, thou visage of the ice. I get it. I'll see that Snow White pays the price. Short work of the dwarfs. I love it. I love that. Short work of them. <laughs> oh, Queenie, you are right. This is Jack Wagner at Disneyland, where we've just seen the new sights and bright lights of the Main Street Electrical Parade. Let's see if we can talk to one of the guests about it. Here's a happy-looking lady. Pardon me, ma'am, but uh, may I ask you a few questions about the parade? Oh, sure. I loved it, yes. Well, uh, may I ask your name? Uh, Martha Firk, Newport Beach. Well, Mrs. Firk, uh, do you think you could describe the electrical parade in one word? Oh, you think you could do that? Uh, I'd call it a bitch. Uh, a bitch? Yes, a bitch. A bitch of a parade. Well, <laughs> that, that's uh, not exactly what I had in mind. Well, how about bitchin'? Well, yes, I, I guess you could say that. You betcha, bitchin'. Uh, Mrs. Perk, what was your favorite part of the parade? Well, honey, I didn't see all of it. Oh? I was here all the time, went by, but from the other side of the street, some asshole kept taking flash pictures. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. Half blinded me. Oh, that's too bad. But I, I loved what I saw anyway. Do you think you'd want to see it again? Be a goddamn fool if I didn't. And will you be telling your friends about it? Oh, you bet your sweet ass I will, dear. Well, thank you, Mrs. Park. Park. I'm sorry, Park. Yes. From Newport Beach. Well, well, that's all right. But what time does this goddamn thing go on again, anyway? I want to see it. Uh, at 11.30. Well, I don't want to miss it. I hope that fucker with the camera doesn't show up again. He was a pain in the ass. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that's Here's what people are saying about the new Main Street Electrical Parade at Disneyland. I'm electrician. I just couldn't believe all them fucking bulbs. I like it. It's the best goddamn parade in town. Almost gave me an erection. This parade will really get you up off your ass. I like it. I love the fairies. See Disneyland's new Main Street Electrical mm -hmm. Parade every night at 9 and 11.30. And see what you say. Take the shit out of my kids. I like it. I like it. I like it. And that's the story of Jack Wagner and his relationship with Disney and becoming a Disney legend in 2005. One little spark of inspiration is at the heart <laughs> of all creation. Right at the start of everything that's new. One little spark lights up for you. I was reading an article recently from the MIT Management Sloan School, how corporate America can advance social justice and racial equality. They point out that in September of 2020, Citigroup calculated that two decades of discrimination against African Americans, starting in 2000, had cost the U.S. economy $16 trillion. The release of these figures come, came four months after the murder of George Floyd amidst unprecedented social mobilization. What must be done about racism, about gender disparities, about the grand overarching question of equity? 
Malia Lazou, a lecturer in the Technological Innovation, Entrepreneurship, and Strategic Management Group at MIT Sloan, said, the consumers and employers are no longer accepting brands that are irresponsible about social justice and race and LGBTQ issues, status, and women. Companies need to realize that statements aren't cutting it. They're going to have to do more to satisfy customers' expectations. The author mentions that what more looks like is a difficult question to answer. In a wide-ranging MIT Sloan expert series talk, Lazou spoke about the ways in which the private sector is and ought to be engaging in the issues of diversity, equity, and inclusion. So a couple of key things came out. Believe intentions, but move beyond them. Highlight good examples. Make it a practice to extend beyond. Lazou goes on to say, I like to say that everyone is invited to the justice barbecue, but folks notice how late you come. And I guess that's the message that I would give you as part of the One Little Spark segment you have an opportunity to help influence as well. The actions you take on a local level have implications on a broader level. What I'm suggesting is that you have an opportunity to influence as well. Do business with companies that make a strong social stand. You'll know about it, you'll hear about them, you, you see things about them. And try and stay away from companies that either don't make a stand because they don't wanna murky the waters or affect their business, or that have made a tacit or otherwise a vocal stand that is opposed to social justice. These are the things that we can do on a local level to help ourselves. You can always go and check out what the company is doing. You can uh, do a Google search on how the company has come together and what they're doing in the social justice space. You'll read some articles about companies that say they're gonna do something but just give it lip service and then backtrack an hour later. You'll read about companies that are doing good things, donating to causes, and actually making a stand. You'll hear about hiring practices at some companies. Some companies, like the Disney company, for example, making changes to say, hey, we're going to let people be people. Those are very positive steps. The Disney company has its, its shortcomings and its pitfalls along the way. But in general, they're doing some good things. So I support that. And we should too. We can make an influence. As individuals, we can have a broader influence. You can always contact the companies through their corporate affairs office or by tweeting them directly and ask them what they're doing in the social justice space. I've never been afraid to do that. Believe me, I have a lot to say about companies and not just about social justice, it's about a lot of issues. Sometimes when I feel very passionately or strongly, I will write to them. I will actually, I have taken out pen and paper and written, if you can believe that. Uh, in recent days, it's been less, it's been more electronic communication, but I actually do do that. I take the time to actually communicate with companies. And I do tweet at them when I think that there's a, something that's uh, worthwhile. And they do listen. So just take a moment and think about how you can impact things as well. Companies are going to have a large influence. We can have an influence on companies. So that's my one little spark for today. And remember, if we can dream it, we can certainly do it. Bye now. Thank you for tuning in to the Disney View podcast. We hope you had a pleasant stay and arrive home safely. Please remain seated until your ride vehicle stops completely. Then, gather your personal belongings and step out onto the moving platform. And yes, I know it went by so quickly, but don't worry. One of the nice things about traveling on this podcast is that the journey is just beginning. Show notes are available on DisneyWorldPodcast.net. While there please check out some of our affiliates. 
You'll also find links to Dave's iPhone and iPad apps. There's an app for pin trading, one for finding hidden Mickeys, and an app for finding and tracking pressed pennies around the Walt Disney World Resort. And you never know just what Dave is working on next. If you have questions, feel free to drop Dave an email at davesdisneyview at gmail.com. Original music you're hearing in this podcast is Oslo Doom by Gilberto Gil. Of course, this is a fan podcast and in no way affiliated with the Walt Disney Company.